BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Holy cow, everybody. It is Friday night. I'm Arch, and we are doing it. We're betting fucking NASCAR, and we're betting on everything with wheels. What is going on, Philip? We are back, baby. It has been a long winter. It's February, so winter's not over, but the hiatus is. We're, we're back at it. We're doing what we do best. We got Steve out of hibernation. Steve, what's happening? <laughs> what's going on? I can definitely attest to you that winter's not over. I just came from outside. I almost uh, got frozen solid, so I'm, I'm happy to be here now. <laughs> he's like, you should feel these nipples. That's what he's saying. <laughs> Good oh, yeah. Lord. So for the people just tuning in, they heard about Steve's nipples. I mean, welcome back. I mean, yeah, welcome to 2023. <laughs> yeah, Good Lord. What Should we... Should we- can we talk about it? Can we, can we talk about the big announcement over the yeah, off let's, season? Let's do it, man. Okay. We uh we signed up with CBS Sportsline to uh to be their their NASCAR handicappers. I uh I actually just finished up my first article about an hour ago, feeling pretty pumped up. Um it's just it's a it's a whole new audience for us, Arch, and just could not be more excited. You know, we we started two and a half years ago, um, you know, asking to be on the show. And and here we are, kind of kind of blew up. So, you know, you're the you're the man behind the mask. <laughs> yeah, that's me. It was me <laughs> making Steve make all the correct NASCAR picks. That's what that's what it was. Steve, is that how, I, I, this is news to me? I didn't know that <laughs> that's how this went around here. <laughs> we, yeah, we got we got really lucky. I mean, the, the first show we were on, I think uh, we had Kurt Busch outright at Atlanta, and uh, yeah, that 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 made a good impression. So, here's to you, Arch. Thanks for making it happen. Hey, anything I can do, man, because you guys are fucking money printing machines. You are, you're the Federal Reserve. 
Except you know, what you give us has value and not just cripples our lives. <laughs> the Federal Reserve looks kind of funny in my basement. Look at this. Look at this background. You know, I'm like in the <laughs> tiniest corner in the house. Like, go go record your show in there. It's, it's... We're all in the basement, right, Steve? Of course. That's how, that's how we operate. If uh, nobody knew, that's, that's how, how we do it. That's it. That's it. That's where the business happens in the basements. That's where all the real stuff goes on. Okay, man. So let's do it. Let's make some fucking money in NASCAR. Where are we starting? What are we doing? Well, um, there were the, the books have been very hesitant to <laughs> release odds this year. Uh, Steve and I, we were able to get started much earlier last year with, you know, season futures and win totals. Um, and the, the offerings just haven't quite been the same this year. But um, the Bet Parks book has been good. They, they offered uh, quite a few season win totals so we were able to snag a few of those um and caesars actually surprisingly had you know truck championship odds with a a few win totals xfinity series odds with some win totals and then you know a myriad of uh cup cup futures that we were able to pounce on so we will start there if you want steve yeah sure thing i mean uh just want to talk a little bit more about sports books in general uh a lot of states opened up this year so uh, there's a lot more uh people available to bet that looks like 2023 so i mean that seems to be the trend so that's always good to see so please some be- more people hop on with us this year yeah for sure and then if you have to bet at caesar's uh our sincerest apologies yeah that sucks man i'm not not a not a big fan but you know they they've kind of loosened their grip. I'm able to get down a hundred bucks at least on, wow. on sides. Yeah, Stop I know. Stop the so, presses. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's a miracle. So we'll see how long that lasts. <laughs> Next week it'll be done. Yeah, probably. <laughs> All right, so, Steve. What do you got? What do we got? All right, let's uh, fire up the futures. Right, we starting out with the trucks a little bit. I mean, yeah, man. Truck series is kind of limited on futures, like like you already mentioned. Kind of Caesars is kind of your only go to there at this point. But we just had some more markets open for the clash, so uh, maybe we'll get some more down the road. But I want to just talk a little bit in general about the truck series. Um, I don't have these in my notes actually because I, I don't use Caesars all that much. So I, I think we're on Zane Smith a little bit. Uh, his win total. We are um, over four yeah. and a half minus one thirty. Yeah, I mean, Zane Smith is probably going to be the highlight reel for the season in Truck Series this year. We had a lot of movement over there in that series. Uh, Kyle Busch Motorsports had to change manufacturers because he changed manufacturers. So um, Chandler Smith, John Hunter, they both moved up. Uh, They were the cream of the crop pretty much for that that series uh, with KBM. So uh, the replacement guys are not quite up to par as, you know, to where they were. (laughs) No, not at all. Yeah, no, Jack Wood and uh, Chase Purdy are now going to be taking those seats. And uh, they they had a hard time just finishing the races last year, let alone running up front. Yeah, I, I remember uh, we didn't we didn't get too much action down on those guys. I, I remember we had Jack Wood like a thousand to one or something for Talladega or Daytona or something like that, but he was not he was not a name on our radar screen very very often. No, so uh, Zane, I think Zane Smith was uh, over four and a half wins, right? That was the Correct. total. So I, I I can see him scooping up uh, even more wins than uh he did last year and he was he, he had a very dominant truck last year so i feel like that's uh i don't want to call it a layup but 
I feel like that's a pretty strong start to our card there in the truck series. Yeah, I, I don't see a lot of competition in in you know this series. It's probably what Stuart Friesen, Majeski, um, yeah. mm-hmm. Enfinger maybe, uh, but there's not a lot of not a lot of guys that can go out there and win a race. It it, it you know we'll probably see some all stars, uh, some Cup guys come down and, and snag a few wins. Uh, but Zane Smith feels really, really safe over four and a half wins. Um, but, you know, we we probably, Steve, should talk about who you uh, chose to put a championship future on and outright. Yeah, that's the, the only one we got is uh, our favorite uh, female driver in Haley Deegan. Oh, um, there we go. This- <laughs> there we go. I'll tell you, Steve, nobody in the world expected you to place that bet. <laughs> I can't tell if that's sarcasm or not, honestly. <laughs> because I, I really think I, – I don't – obviously, I don't expect this to, to actually happen. But the, the minimum goal that I want out of this bet is to just get her into the final four. And then you can bet on three other drivers to actually try to win the championship. The goal was for me to just hope for that, you know, that she's with uh, Thor Sport uh, this year. So – uh, she's moving over there from, um, oh my gosh, where did she race last year? Do you remember? It was in the one truck. Oh, man. I don't remember the, the name. I don't um, either. But it, it's, it's tough to tell with the, with the truck always mangled and crashed at the end. You couldn't tell. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I appreciate it, the save there, Arch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's never had a top five. So I, I think maybe she's got a chance this year. I mean, she's got really, really good equipment. Um, she's got great teammates. So, you know, maybe like you said, Steve, that it's just, you know, getting some veteran leadership. Matt Crafton, I mean, that guy knows everything there is to know about trucks. So, you know, maybe maybe it works out. And I just thought it was really funny. You know, we we posted these these features on Twitter yesterday. Our unit size is 50 bucks. Uh, we put one dollar on it and uh, we had to defend our position. I just I thought that was oh, really that's funny. funny. That's funny. Yeah. Well, you know, Steve is a big fan of Haley's equipment. He sees it and he thinks it's, it's very high quality. I see what you did there. Nothing but the best. I, it, it came back to me. It was DGR. Uh, there you Dave go. Gilland. Yeah. Ryan Priest obviously uh, took that equipment to a, the next level, but he's in the Cup Series. I mean, I, I would say he's definitely um, – he would he would probably win the championship. He was running trucks full-time. So hopefully Haley gets over to their uh, brand-new team, three quality teammates. So hopefully – I mean, this is her last chance, in my opinion, to really – prove that she is worth uh her while there and she you know that hopefully she nice get the job done this year and uh, just get just get into the final four please the comp like like we mentioned before the competition is not going to be as, as strong as it was last year so i really feel like two more spots potentially opened up for her to get in there and then maybe we can bet on you know time of jesky to add on maybe to, as a hedge when the championship gets here if Steve, if she somehow ends up in the final four, the hedge will be everybody else. No, no problem. Yeah. So, I mean, it, <laughs> it'll be very, very easy to get off that position. But like you said, I mean, there's there's just there's nobody left in the truck series. It's Zane Smith and everybody else. So it's kind of like the wild, wild west. Anything can happen. So I, yeah. I like it. I think it's a sharp move. I, th- I think Corey Heim is probably the other guy you'd look at just to, to kind of uh, make a run. Is I, I think he's he's running full time this year, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, so we'll see what happens over there. But that's all I got for the truck series. Did I miss anything? Uh, no, we just had those those two picks. 
All right, cool. We got some more stuff for Xfinity because I know a couple guys that were on and a, one specific guy that were off. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. So um, for the Xfinity Series Championship Future, we put a full unit on John Hunter Nemechek plus 600 uh, to win the the title there. And then for the win total, I think what that Steve was alluding to, uh, we're going one full unit on Brandon Jones under one and a half wins and that's a plus money as well plus 120 so uh we got brandon jones moving over to the old noah gregson mobile a car that was in victory lane a lot last year and uh and we're on the under so tell me why uh where do you want me to start i got so many reasons here so i I think let's start with the, the primary reason for me it's um it's the pit crew we saw last year Brennan Jones. Uh, he had the JGR team over there with uh, pretty much nailing every pit stop, every race for him. And he would take—he wouldn't even really take advantage of it. He would—he would get out in the front, and then he would lose two or three spots, uh, you know, each run. And he just wouldn't be able to uh, capitalize on this. So I think I think JGR still had equal to or better equipment than JRM did on, a, on an average basis. And then this year that moving over, he's moving over to JRM. We, obviously we saw them take a step up last year. So for sure, it's going to be good equipment. I'm not sure if it's going to be the, uh, what, what he had last year though, with the best pit crew and the best equipment. So I, I really feel like uh, his, his pace on tracks, he's going to pay for it this year with not having the top pit crew. So I guess those are my main two reasonings is the on-track speed and the on-pit road speed. Yeah, I mean, it just I, I kind of think that Gregson is just so much better of a driver, you know? And I, I think we'll we'll see that this year with Brandon Jones' performance. Like like you said, he doesn't have the Band-Aid anymore, that 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 pit crew. I mean, they were the best in the business, and, uh, and that's gone. So um, under one and a half, you said he may even, may even put – Put a goose egg up there. Is that is that what you're thinking? Zero wins. Potentially, he could go winless. I I do believe that. Um, last year, I think uh, he ran the best at the short tracks, and I, I really think the short tracks favored the junior. Uh, sorry, the Joe Gibbs brigade. Um, and the mile and a half, I really feel like his teammates would scoop up the wins. You know, Josh Berry, Sam Mayer. I think those guys uh, would probably have a slightly better run than him for the for most for the most part so yeah that's and kind of where and, i'm at with him and you're not going to have the homestead layup like like you know gregson would give you that's true yeah yeah cool well, i feel good about that but why do you like john hunter i mean he's he's going to be you know he's a new face on the scene this year i know he ran some you know some select races last year and he he you know he, he's won in the xfinity series before but why do you like him to win the championship so um, just like the past few years, we had the championship race at Phoenix, um, especially in the Xfinity series. We kind of saw Joe Gibbs be better on the short flat tracks. Like the JRM guys kind of uh, struggled a bit on this type of layout. So I really feel like uh, most of my handicapping kind of goes based off whether I think they can win at Phoenix. And that's, you know, it's especially the Xfinity series. Sean Hunter should easily be able to make it to the final four. So I feel like he's the guy that has the best chance to actually win that race. And you're getting good value in him at plus 600. Nice. Yeah, I, I dig it. I mean, he's, you know, he's, a, he's an ex cup driver. So, I mean, he's got the talent. I, I like it. I like taking the shot here. 
you know, and, and guys like Ty Gibbs gone, Gregson gone. So some guys that, you know, the, those, those two alone ripped off how many wins last year. So they're all back in the pot, you know? So I, I dig it. Yeah. I mean, Gregson, I think he won. How many wins do you have in a row at once? He had, Three, he had four, four in a row at one four point. Four in a row. Yeah. yeah. So he's not He's he's not going to be there taking you know those wins up. So, yep, I like it, man. I'm excited. I I love talking about this stuff, man. <laughs> cool. So, all right. So, cup series. We've got what four or five plays. Let's see. Looks like. Oh, we've got uh yeah we got win totals here as well. So, uh, I'll just go over those, Steve, and then you can tell me what you think. So, we're on for a full unit on Denny Hamlin over two and a half wins plus money at plus one thirty. Alex Bowman for a unit under one and a half plus 120. Two units on Ty Gibbs under one and a half minus 200. So that's, you know, risking two to win one. And then we've got one unit on Kyle Bush over one and a half wins in his new, uh, his new home there at even money. So uh, where do you want to start on those, buddy? Well, let's start out with uh, Kyle Bush, right? Because that's who everybody wants to hear about. That's who everybody's talking about. Uh, a lot of different opinions going on here. So I guess we'll weigh in first on him with our opinions, at least my opinion. And I think we're, we're going to agree, but bottom line for me is Kyle Busch kind of um, got the short end of the leash last year when it came to uh, many different things. I mean, really, he was in contention. He, he had one win last year. It was on Bristol Dirt. Uh, he he kind of lucked into that one with the, the Briska Reddick incident, but the bottom line is he won once. And it should have been more than once. He had a lot of issues with the car itself and mechanical problems, especially. Um, he he blew an engine from the lead at Darlington. That could have been a win. And uh, every time you look at his practice results, he's always on top of the leaderboard when it comes to short run, long run, et cetera. So I really feel like he just had too many distractions. So over one and a half, I think he can definitely win a couple mile and a half this year with the way Reddick ran over there with RCR. I think the, what they what – they, brought last year um, especially in the, in the mile and a half and the road courses too reddick dominated the road courses so i feel like they're pretty versatile across the board and uh if, getting kyle some wins this year yeah i mean anytime you're bringing in you know an ex cup series champion and and plus he's probably one of the greatest to ever do it i mean love the guy or hate the guy he is supremely talented i mean he's getting a little little long in the tooth i think he's 38 now so um, but that's a lot of wisdom and, and we've seen guys like, like, look at Kevin Harvick, you know, how, how old was he when he won nine races two years ago? It, it has to be close. So older guys can still get it done. Um, the equipment I think is fine. Um, I think he's a guy that really, really needed a fresh start. And there was just so, so many things that went wrong towards the end of the year. Like you said, with equipment, you know, when he was making his playoff push, just, Every week it was something. And, you know, it's, it's easy to get disheartened, you know, playing amateur psychologist here. It's, it's really easy to give up, um, you know, when everything is stacked against you. And, um, you know, you have to imagine that the contract talks and all that was, was weighing on him. But now he's got a, a new home, people that want him there. Um, you know, Austin Dillon, I'm sure, wants to soak up everything he says like a sponge. And, and that's got to be a good feeling. So, I really like it. I, I I like this guy to light it up. And, you know, he may not win a single race and we'll never hear from him again, but I think he wins probably three. So I, I really like the one and a half number. 
Yeah, and I think um, you're getting plus 100, which is even, you know, even money. You're, I mean, it, it, to me, this feels like um, a no-brainer. I mean, some people are going to disagree. I mean, I think for sure the quality of the field, it's, you know, the whole field is going to be really high this year. But I think Kyle still comes out with at least two wins. So let's uh, guess yeah, uh, man, end it there and go and, on to and- – yeah, no, and, yeah, just and last thing, I mean, we saw the the Joe Gibbs crew really struggle on the road courses as a as an entire team last year. Mm-hmm. Uh Kyle's a pretty strong road racer. So, you know, the last year that was six or seven races that he automatically was not going to be in contention just because JGR sucks so bad. I mean, they were back markers. So, you know, like you said, Reddick dominated these road courses. So now that opens up another six or seven spots this year. Where he can be in the mix so that, that's that's the last thing i had all right perfect cool so let's talk about what alex bowman that that one that one surprised me that's your boy yeah i mean i you know i love the 48 car but i just can't seem to get there with him uh the way he ran last year and uh, i don't want uh, hopefully his health is back to where it should be with his concussion protocol but we know that he was going through that last year. He just had—I just feel like he had a lot of uh, obstacles to overcome, and he struggled for most of the season to really be consistent and get the finishes uh, that he and his teammates really got. So um, I don't—I feel like under one and a half at plus one twenty. I think you said the number was mm-hmm. feels like a nice play there. Yeah, and I feel like Arch wants to make some sort of uh, Miami Dolphins concussion joke are you holding one back there but yeah well you know a concussion is called a miami headache oh i see yeah, that's, that's i see how, how about concussions that was a real problem last year have they done any work on the car to kind of to address that issue Steve? I, yeah i yeah i know they they're changing the uh the rear clip so yeah uh, yeah the back of the car should be able to take some better impacts this year hopefully this uh helps out in that in that area we know injury has always been, I mean, really injuries, just a part of sports, but hopefully this definitely lessens that issue that we've had last year with the, uh, with the concussions, especially hopefully these cars can take uh, a little more impact and improve driver safety for sure. Okay. Yeah. They were, they were just really rigid. You know, the, right. the drivers absorbed a lot of the punishment as opposed to the, the previous generation car. It was, it was wild. I mean, you know, it forced Kurt Busch into retirement you know, you, you broke, um, um, where's leg another, you know, who else had concussions? Did Gregson have one? Um, no, Gregson he was, was worried fearful about of it. having yeah, one. Fearful it wasn't yeah. racing. Yeah. Uh, Bowman. hundred percent. Yeah. It was nuts, man. So hopefully they but got that worked out. Christopher Bell complained about headaches, uh, week to week on a week to week basis. So yeah, just, uh, Bubba Wallace was complaining at one of the, uh, super speedways about how that's the hardest he, he ever took. That's and strange to hear him complain. Yeah, it's it's really surprising to hear that. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I liked Ty Gibbs under one and a half wins, and it's super juiced. So I, I understand if if you know you lay off this one. Um, I just, I, Steve, I can't see this guy getting in victory lane twice, let alone once. I know he had, you know, quite a bit of extra track time last year, but I don't, I don't see him ever being in the mix for a win. Can you see it? 
I don't really see it. Um, I, I hear a lot of discussion discussion this year about the rookie of the year between him and Noah Gregson. I think a lot of people are saying Ty Gibbs, oh, he's a clear favorite to win that. But I don't really see that because I think Noah Gregson ran better than Ty Gibbs did in most of the seasons, uh, most of the races he ran in last year when he went head to head. I mean, Ty Gibbs is mostly 15th and back just about every single week he ran in the Cup Series. So uh, I, I don't mind that. One and a half wins. I mean, I mentioned it before. The the strength of the field just keeps getting better and better. On the, on the, how many winners were, were there last year? 17, you know. I think it was 19, I think, maybe. I can't it, it was over 16 because, yeah. you know, <laughs> I think a couple guys won the playoffs. So it, it, these wins are spread out a lot, and that's that's a lot for Ty Gibbs to uh, – try and get done there for sure yeah I, I agree i i was expecting to see like you know over under a half at even money or something so mm-hmm. I, I i i honestly you know the paying the extra juice no brainer to me I, I don't mind letting my money sit in the account for eight months i think that's i think that's a layup hmm. cool so what was the last one denny hamlin over two and a half this was uh this was something i i liked and I, I think you agreed. You agreed enough to get it on the card. Uh, so tell me where you stand. Yeah, for sure. Um, Denny Hamlin's an interesting, interesting guy to talk about. Um, he was pretty. He's been pretty vocal on Twitter. So I don't know. He he ran very well uh, last year across many different racetracks. He was the best car at Dover. Um, he just—he's a guy that shows up. You can count on every week to be running inside the top five. So you're getting plus um, plus money there, over two and a half. Um, just a lot, lot of strong tracks for him. You're talking about um, Martinsville is always good for him. Just—he's just a very versatile guy. I mean, you can probably expand a little bit more on that. For sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I just think he had a lot of bad luck. I mean, he was in position to win a ton of races last year. Uh, he got passed by his own tire on uh, the Dover pit road. <laughs> and I think he had that, that race wrapped up. Um, I mean, there was just a, a lot of things and, you know, he, he's just, he's a very cerebral guy. Um, I just, I, I think he will put himself in position to win. There's nobody better on super speedways. I mean, he, he's aggressive and that's what you need to be. I mean, sometimes it's, it's some of the moves are questionable, but he's always up front and, uh, and you know what you're going to get with the guy. So, Two and a half wins, easy breezy, ship it to the over. All right, sounds good. All right, man. So uh, for the the Cup Series Championship Futures, now we did we did okay with these last year. I mean, I say that, you know, take it with a grain of salt, but we had a 201 Ross Chastain ticket alive mm-hmm. uh, up until the very last, last race of the year. We had a, a Christopher Bell. Uh, ticket that we punched uh making the top four so that that paid for everything and then i think he was 16 to 1 to win the championship so we had half the guys right um so let's let's hope we have have some more finalists here um i'll just i'll start from the top steve we got reddick at 16 to 1 truex at 17 to 1 and briscoe at 40 to 1 is like the main chalk so uh talk to me about tyler reddick he's he's in a new home um so uh, what do you what do you like about about Redbird here? So I I really like the fact that he's moving to a team in twenty three eleven. Um, they made really big strides last year with um with Kurt Busch and Bubba Wallace. To be honest, um, 
and Reddick was a guy that was super strong. Uh, he's good everywhere, mile and a half, dirt, road road courses. He was unbelievably good and fast, just so fast. He, he struggled a little bit at the at the short tracks, but Phoenix, he was good. En- I would say Phoenix is good enough to definitely uh, be able to win that race. But w- w- you know, when the time comes, but I feel like sixteen to one, eventually uh, that's going to drop. I I really feel like he's going to win multiple races this year with uh, 2311. Um, uh, What I was going to say, Steve, is if we're basing it just off of career trajectory alone, um, you know, look at the the improvement he made from 2021 to 2022. Uh, You know, he was like knocking on the door of of winning. Um, We took his, his future last year over wins, that hit. I mean, the kid was just so super impressive last year, and he's got nowhere to go but up. So I'm I'm excited for the move. Yeah, I, I really feel like he won, once he won that race, um, he uh, he just kept winning, uh, and I feel like he's going to continue to win. They, they may there may be a small kind of adjustment there, moving from a Chevy to a Toyota, but these Toyotas are really fast. I feel like they're going to fix their road, road course program a little bit this year. Uh, it's it's going to be really interesting to see if he can uh, take his natural uh, ability with road course racing and kind of translate that over to a Toyota. I'm, I'm, that's going to be a really interesting storyline for me. I think he can get it done. I dig it. I dig it. I think so too. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again, being brought to you by my bookie, but just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy, insane, maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on, the best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Um, tell me a little bit about, about Truex, because you know, this was another guy that had really bad luck. And um, it's certainly, you know, if I was picking these things out of you know by myself, and thank God I'm not, and and also, you know, I'm sure all of our followers say that too, but <laughs> he would have been somebody that I, I would have left off the card. So why why is he on there? Why did I blind bet it? It's really just a numbers play. FanDuel had a really generous number at 17 to 1. And we saw last year, he had, he's, a, he's very similar to Kyle Busch. I mean, he just had so many instances where he could have won. Uh, I remember Texas specifically cut the tire down. We had we were on him. I think, I think we took him live, but potentially. We I know we were on. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we sure did. That was it. Was like twenty-eight to one. uh, Yeah, that was a disaster Texas race where half the field cut a tire down. It was just really hard to watch. But every time they got to the lead, happened. It happened like four times that race. Right. 
But the bottom line is, Truex had a lot of opportunity to win last year, especially towards the end of the season. I feel like he really kind of ended the season strong. So we know he's got a lot of um, probably frustration from last year, some off-track distractions, unfortunately. He's going but, through a breakup. Yeah, hopefully he, <laughs> hopefully he gets to that okay on the other side. And uh, maybe he'll refocus this year. Uh, I know he's mentioned retirement. Um, no official announcement, but that's kind of why I'm not really on Harvick like I was. It's just going to be Kevin Harvick's last year. Um, but yeah, just kind of a numbers play, 17-1 with a Joe Gibbs car, and uh, his ability seems good. Sweet. Well, there we go. And every man um, is better after a breakup. 100%. I, <laughs> uh, how many times have you been divorced, Arch? Uh, once, right now, currently. Once. once. Currently. Okay, cool. We'll see, nice. we'll see if that changes. Yeah. Do you, and do you feel better? Is that where you're, is that where that's coming from? You have no idea. The food tastes better. <laughs> Air is cleaner. Everything just seems so wonderful. Yeah. Wow. It's worth it. it. And it looks like you're you're getting ready to dive into a nice knuckle sandwich there in your avatar. So. Oh yeah, that's right. That's a knuckle sandwich. <laughs> there you go. Start. All right. <laughs> Let's get Steve on track here. Tell me about Chase Briscoe. <laughs> All right. So. How about Chase Briscoe? So, How about Chase Briscoe? <laughs> we know he can win at Phoenix, so that check that off the box immediately. He's already won there, so if if he makes the final four, you're in great shape there already. Um, and then look at look at the way he finished the season last year. I mean, he was running up front almost every week. He ran uh, Martinsville. He just about won that race, and I would say that's one of his uh, least favorite racetracks. You know, I really think Stuart Haas is uh, has a chance to kind of turn things around a little bit. They, found, I think, they found something with Harvick last year. They found something with Briscoe. They're, they're replacing Cole Custer this year with Ryan Priest. Uh, I think he's a pretty smart guy. He knows racing. He can kind of give some good feedback for those guys. So um, I really feel like Stuart Haas could potentially flip the script a little bit this year and Briscoe could definitely be the guy that kind of takes over for that whole team and organization because you know Harvick's done for this season after this season. So you could see a lot of uh emphasis on Briscoe moving forward. Yeah, I, I think Briscoe could be a, a flag bearer for them. And uh, you know, I was listening to Corey LeJoy's uh Stack and Penny's show yesterday, I think. And uh Ryan Priest was on there. And I'm I'm kind of excited to see this guy back in a cup car. I mean he sounds like a dude that is excited to um, like capitalize on the second the second chance, and it's, it should be good equipment. Cole Custer's been like really underperforming the last couple of years. Um, he cashed a, a, a couple of nice plus eight hundred top ten tickets for us last year, but good riddance, buddy. See you later. I mean, I mean Cole Custer was a was a money maker for us for, for finishing position. Uh, Whenever he got on those short flat tracks, you were betting Cole Custer and and road courses uh, to throw that in there too. But we'll we'll see how he does in Xfinity this year. He should, I think, he'll probably dominate over there this year. Yeah, he, he should have a, a good look. Um, all right, so longer shots, longer shots here. Uh, Eric Jones made the card. I don't know who put that on there. Uh, Some guy named it starts. His name starts the P. I think. Yeah, it's it's me. I love Eric Jones. <laughs> I he is awesome on the super speedways. He's awesome at Darlington. I think there's enough outs, and I think we saw enough from him uh, at the end of last year. Where you know maybe he can maybe he can win his way into the dance and see what happens. Um, 
you were all over AJ Allmendinger at 150 to one, and then uh, our classic Eric Almirola bet 250 to one. Yeah, how about legacy? How about legacy motorsports? The legacy Motor Club. I'm so sorry. There you go. <laughs> I know they're very specific in how they want their team pronounced. So my apologies. But yeah, Legacy Motor Club is a new new team. Richard Petty, Jimmy Johnson, and Maury Gallagher running that team over there. So Eric Jones is going to be a part of that with Noah Gregson. And uh, Jimmy Johnson, my guy coming back as a teammate for those guys this year for five to ten races. That's going to be fun to watch. Uh, Eric Jones is going to probably learn a lot from those guys this year. And uh, he had a good season last year. Hopefully, hopefully he continues to build on it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, um, obviously, AJ Allmendinger running a full full schedule. There are a ton of road courses this year. So that is that kind of the angle you're playing? Like win one of those, see what the, happens. Yeah, uh, yes. The angle is definitely the road courses for him. For him, um, and there's a road course in that final round. Uh, it's the Roval, and that's I think that's one of his best road courses. He can definitely win that race and punch his ticket to the championship. We saw AJ also run really well outside of road courses last year at the intermediates. He ran really well at Homestead specifically, I remember. Top, he's running inside of top five. So that team and colleague, one of those teams I was talking about really stepping their game up. So I expect that to continue. And maybe that... Maybe AJ can be our Ross Chastain this year. He could be. I don't like rooting for AJ as much as I like rooting for Ross, though. Great point. But I guess I will if I have a 151 ticket in my pocket. <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> which I do. So we both we, we like money, right? And we like I do to root for money to win. Yeah. And then uh, Eric Almarola. So we must be hoping for a little New Hampshire magic. Um, I'm just looking for some short track magic in general. Um, the bottom line is when I, like I said, I like to p- pick people that can potentially win at Phoenix. Uh, I'm going to hope, like I said about Stuart Haas, I'm going to hope their performance is, sees an uptick this year. And I'm going to hope Almirola gets to the final four. And um, I'm going to hope that he's the only Ford in there <laughs> because he can win at Phoenix. That's one of his best racetracks. I see what you did there with uh with you know the Blaney Logano thing, Ford. I got gotcha. you. See it. That's it. Yeah. You gotta hope uh, those guys aren't in because if if they're if they're not, then Admiral can take advantage of it, and hopefully you know the, Ford's definitely better at that stuff to racetrack. For sure. All right, man. So that that wraps up all the futures. Oof is right. That's and a lot. We that's have, a lot of action, man. Excited. Yeah, and uh, it was it was kind of weird for me, Arch you know, putting these bets in because they were twice as big, you know, as they were last year. Why you know that, why that is? Why, why, why would that be? I can't think of it. Because of the mutual fund. Oh, shit. Do we need to explain the mutual fund to the race guys? Ex- explain it. All right. So Bill and I, and I guess we, we got to include Steve because he's definitely a part of this too in the NASCAR. Um, hey. We have, we have pulled our money together and we're placing mu- uh, bets together. We've become basically a mini syndicate now. We have. And what we're doing with that is we're 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 combining our bets, so we're doubling our bet size, or yeah. You know, and then uh, we're going to kick back a percent that we win to everybody who's in the book club. Boom! That's it's never do. been done before. No, you just got to be there. You just got to exist in the book club. How do they get there? It's a uh, right now we have a free three day trial. After that, it's twenty five bucks a month, which is still for the amount of money these two idiots 
give you. It's it's a ridiculous deal. And uh, you can get there uh, with uh, in my favorite URL. Let's go with everyonehateswentz.com. You've been sitting on that URL for a while. Uh, no, actually, when Kyle was shooting his mouth off about how great Car- uh, Carson Wentz is, I had to, I had to buy it. So, and if you can't spell Wentz, you can also go to the Degens D E G E N S dot net. You'll still get the same three day free trial. Nice, it. but let's get into the the meat and potatoes. We've got we've got bets we made for this weekend. It's here. There's a race on Sunday. There's going to be qualifying on TV tomorrow. Oh. This is exciting. So, Steve, who are we on for outrights? Yeah, first of all, I got to say, I really miss practice. I know nobody cares about practice, but I love practice. I love qualifying. It's going to be awesome. just want to say that. So, If yeah, you guys don't know, ask. Steve actually will go back and watch previous races just, just to see what happened. So he, he would definitely, he's definitely serious about missing practice. I, I can't tell you how too. much I miss diving into practice data. <laughs> it has been a long time. I can't wait to get back into it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually watched last year's clash already. Yeah, like today at work. But uh, we've got some outrights. We've got we've got four of them. We, we sure do. Them. Yeah, uh, they are as follows. Uh, we're taking Chase Briscoe, Eric Alvarola. So those are two uh, names that we're familiar with. Austin Dillon. And then the other Austin, Austin Sindrick. Steve, break it down. Start with Chase, Chase Briscoe because we just got done talking about him and his uh, short track prowess. So if you look at what we did at Martinsville, as I mentioned already, he just about won that race uh, to get into the uh, championship four. Came up a little bit short, but um, Briscoe was really strong at the clash last year. He's like, he was one of the, I, I realized this is the last year was the first time they ever ran this new car, this uh, new football stadium. <laughs> but the bottom line was uh, he was one of the guys that was shifting and no one else was doing it. So that's kind of, I, I that definitely gave him, gave him a little bit of an edge there with that on that specific day. But bottom line is, he can definitely get it done. He's he's really fast. Um, Thirty to one is a super generous number, I think, for Chase Briscoe. Yeah, I, there was a forty to one yesterday. Can you believe that? Uh, I can believe it, depending yeah, on the for, book. It was uh, <laughs> points bet. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it, it got <laughs> it got reviewed, and I don't think it's there anymore. But, oh, yeah. But yeah, it was it was uh, out was, there for that was complete. That's a complete guess <laughs> yeah yeah an uneducated guess yeah yeah th- those guys uh put out some stale lines that you can take advantage of for about 12 minutes before you're banned <laughs> but yeah uh so uh eric almarola steve 60 to 1 at FanDuel yesterday oh boy that's that's a juicy one um almarola is he makes all of his bread his bread and butters on his short flat tracks and uh this is the shortest track we go to all season um it's a quarter mile racetrack, I believe. Yep. Just about dead flat. So this sets up for uh, Almarola perfectly. And uh, what better time for a guy like him to win than an exhibition race, right? <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> we'll, we'll take it. All the tickets we cashed on Eric Almarola last year, it, it was like qualifying bets. We had that that uh, pole bet. It was 66 to 1, I think. So it was all stuff that like didn't actually count. It counted to our wallets, just like this will, <laughs> if he wins. But it, it didn't do to him any good, I don't think. 
So then we've got uh, Austin Dillon, 66 to one at bet three, six, five and Austin Sindrick, 75 to one at DraftKings. Yeah. Austin Dillon was 75 to one at DraftKings for a little bit. That moved down to 60 to one now. So that's, that's probably, a whole lot of... yeah, I was just gonna say, it's probably just because you hovered your mouse over top of it. They <laughs> moved it. I would imagine. Uh, maybe, maybe not, but, there hasn't been a whole lot of line movement yet for this race. So it's interesting that uh, Dylan was one of the guys that did move. Uh, Austin Dylan's super good at, at uh, short flat tracks. Uh, Richmond's strong for him. And um, Martinsville, definitely a strong track for him. So those are kind of two tracks that are comparable to uh, the Clash um, Coliseum. So. Dylan's super generous there at uh, 75 to one for sure. And then Austin Sindrick, he liked as well. Yep. Sindrick's kind of piggybacking off of Penske. I'm not a big fan of Sindrick as a driver, but really he has the equipment to get it done. Uh, he's good at road courses. Uh, this is a uh, track with heavy braking. He's had a year now in the car. So there's been a lot of time in between uh, last year's class and this year. So maybe he, uh, seen some improvement in that area yeah I, I feel really good about it i mean two of the guys were on the common theme is uh road course you know elite level talent and and that has to go with like you said the heavy heavy braking that we're gonna see um so yeah i'm i'm, I'm with you and then we we had uh three head-to-heads that were all available at that rivers book so uh barstool sugar house parks um the first one was Chase Elliott over Kyle Larson. That was minus 114. We played that for a full unit. And, you know, Steve, you could probably break it down, but most of the handicap, I guess, was based off of um, Martinsville with a sprinkle of New Hampshire. This race last year and the ability to qualify. Is that right? Uh, definitely. That's... Definitely what I'm looking at, I'm looking at Chase Elliott for sure. Um, Martinsville is one of his best racetracks. Uh, Larson, it really uh, not so much. He's kind of one of his worst types of racetracks has been these short flat tracks where he uh, he's kind of struggled. Martinsville has not been one of his, not been one of his, one of his better uh, tracks. He qualified on the pole at Martinsville last year, kind of backed up <clears throat> after that though. And Chase was definitely better in the race. So really feel like this is a good spot to back Chase Elliott. Yeah, I mean, just, just you know, the quick comparison between these two guys, average start position in our data set, Chase Elliott, 5, Kyle Larson, 6.3. Average fast laps, 39.3 for Elliott, 18 for Larson. Average laps led, 63 for Elliott, 17 for Larson. So what we're seeing is way more sustained speed for Elliott as well as the ability to qualify. Easy, easy breezy, it's a layup. All right, love it. And cool. by the way, uh, yep, DraftKings just made some of these matchups available, so that Ooh. is one of the ones on DraftKings now. Ooh, very nice. And I think the price is the same. Oh, it's one penny different, so minus 115. So all aboard. Um, the next one we had was William Byron, over Ross Chastain, the Hail Melon. Yeah, let's let's talk about Martinsville with uh, Ross Chastain there. <clears throat> he finished, uh, I think it was fifth, but he finished fifth because he rode the wall all the way around the track. <laughs> legend, <laughs> a fucking legend. 
Yeah, they they said I, I think I saw a thing that that said if he had sustained that speed for the entire race and there were no yellows, he would have won by fifty one laps. <laughs> that is incredible. Yeah, he, he set the uh the track the or the, the cup series track uh record, right? On that lap for, for speed. Oh definitely, for yeah. sure. Unbelievable. So uh, you know, you, you've got a comparison track in Martinsville, something everybody remembers. Uh, a name that was in the news, you know, the second to last week of the season. And I think he's on the wrong side of this matchup. I think William Byron's the side. Yeah, William Byron's been racing a lot of uh, short track stuff. I, I guess uh, I guess he's racing the late model stuff. I know it's something pertaining to short tracks. Um, but he's, he's had a lot of uh, seat time in um, short tracks like this. And I feel like he's stepped his game up a lot in this type of track last year. Uh, he definitely was running up front. So, Ross Chastain really finished uh, in the top five at Martinsville because of that move. Otherwise, he would have finished around 10th, 9th or 10th. Yeah, so, I think it was 10th. Yeah, he had to take some drastic measures to kind of get where he needed to be at the end. Now, we were thrilled. You know, that kept us alive for another week. Um, but, you know, like you like you pointed out earlier, William Byron is just just a dead better qualifier i mean it's it's not even close byron's average start position in our data set 10.8 chastain 18th i mean so that's seven spots different and good luck trying to find seven spots in this traffic jam on sunday absolutely track position is going to be absolutely pivotal so if you get you need to look at guys that qualify up front for sure yeah and that's the the next head-to-head we have here kevin harvick over martin truex harvick way better of a qualifier also 10.8 truex 17.8 so the disparity is almost the same between those two guys yeah and you, you look at kevin harvick um he's another guy that's pretty good on the on the um short flat tracks uh richmond um i believe he won at richmond last year for one of his wins um new hampshire has always been a really good track for him phoenix short flat always he has 15 or 16, I think, top 10 straight finishes at Phoenix. I might be off a little bit there, but I know it's it's in that ballpark, and that's just that is an unprecedented number and, and consistency there for Harvick and that type of track. Yeah, yeah. So I, uh, I, I kind of like Harvick a lot on Sunday for sure. Now, you, uh, you had picked out another matchup out of these, these fresh ones that you sent to me. What, uh, which one did you like? Well, we talked about Byron already, so let's go uh, Blaney over Joe Logano. Uh, you got a plus 105 there at DraftKings. It feels good to me. Uh, Blaney, really good uh, at Martinsville, and uh, this is kind of a very comparable racetrack. You're getting plus money. That's kind of where uh, I was sold as soon as I saw plus 105, so you're getting plus money there. Uh, I think this should be... Minus 105, minus 110, you know, both sides. So I feel like this is pretty good for Ryan Blaney. Uh, he, fun fact, he won the clash when it was at the Daytona road course. So if you, I guess if you liked the exhibi- exhibition narrative there, you got that too going for Blaney. But I, Logano won the clash last year. So can he do it two years in a row? <laughs> it's a stretch, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think Logano wins it. I mean, he used up 
a lot of his magic pixie dust last year. Um, just everything seemed to break his way. So um, I don't, I don't see him going back to back, especially in this, in this race. So he's the uh, Cincinnati Bengals of racing. Oh, the <laughs> Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. So I think that's, that's all I got over here in my notes. I mean, I don't know if Steve's got like some super secret uh, sleuth play over there. That That's always an option. Steve, dig into the couch cushions to find us a little bit more money. Ah, oh, man. All right. Uh, <laughs> I, I do. I'm looking at Ryan Priest um, as a lean. Just kind of if you want to take a look at Ryan Priest in that Stuart Haas camp. I like Ford potentially to win. Um, and Just some more win. Byron, top Chevy. Why not take a look at that, too? Oh, for uh, manufacturer props? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. For, for sure. For this race. Okay, so we're looking at maybe what, like a Ryan Priest outright? Is that where outright, you're going? Yeah, I mean, I would take, I got 60 to 1. Um, the problem with Ryan Priest is he's never driven this race car before, so he's going to be learning a lot <laughs> early on here. But I believe that uh, with his experience racing the, the Wheeland Modified Series, he's got a lot of short track experience as well. Yeah, he, he certainly does. I'm looking for, let's see, uh, I see 50 to 1. I would have to shop it a little bit better. I see 14 to 1 for a top three. That could be, that could be useful. Um, that's fair. Yeah, top Ford, let's see, 14 to 1 as well for that. So that's kind of nice. I kind of yeah. like that better than the top three. So uh, Yeah, so those are, those are some outs. Nothing official there, but just kind of a, kind of a lean I like. And you, you were also leaning William Byron top Chevy. Yeah, I just, I just like William Byron this weekend. I mean, he, he whole. absolutely mopped them at Martinsville, so you kind of got to, kind of got to lean that way. With yeah, that that was the weekend where he won um, the Truck Series race and the Cup race. Yeah, the the truck or the uh, Cup race was an ultimate snoozer for everybody in the entire world except for us. <laughs> that's 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 true. I think Chase Elliott led that race, and then. Uh, I think his pit crew lost it for him, and Byron took the lead over and never gave it back. Yeah, and that was it. That's all she so wrote. Uh, there you go. That's two of our guys right there, Elliot and Byron, that were leading that race. So Bingo. Cool. Well, that, that's all I got. Oh. Yeah. How's that feel? It feels incredible to have you guys back. Feels good to be back, man. You know, it's, it's, been, uh, it's been a while. It's Ooh. like the OGs. Here we are. That's it. Yeah. Man, it's wild. Steve, how are you feeling about this season? Uh, I'm very excited. I, I, I truly feel like uh, every year uh, I've, I've gotten sharper. I feel like we've both gotten sharper and uh, just ready for another strong year. That's good. That's good. Because I'm getting duller as time goes by. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're getting old. That's not man. true. Getting old. Your Darts plays are second to none. Well, yeah. That's but- because there's nobody else out there doing it. <laughs> It's it's easy to be first when you're the only. Good night, everybody. I'm just kidding. They're really good. I Jesus. mean, we went we went 13 and two. I, I woke up to 13 and two overnight on uh, Thursday morning. Yeah, that was a good. That night. was pretty cool. That was a good night. Yeah, the the bankroll certainly got infused uh, that day. So yeah, no, Arch, we we appreciate it. But yeah, it's like every year we learn something new. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve started doing some some cool stuff with the practice data that we you know we can't talk about on the air. Uh, but man, like we just, we just learned some tricks and, and last year was just especially tough going from, you know, the old generation car to the new generation car. And we got ourselves in a little bit of a hole. I think we were 38 units down, um, you know, at the trough. So, uh, you know, we ended up, ended up 
on the year up 97 units. So it was 137 oh, unit turnarounds. Jesus. Yeah. Um, so once, once we kind of figured it out and had enough new data to look at, um, you know, Steve's a wizard. I mean, it's just incredible what he can do. So I am really looking forward to this year. Uh, I think we'll, we'll see some of the more dominant players, um, you know, sort of th- like the cream will rise and, and they have lots of old information as well, you know, to build on. So uh, the notebooks are getting thicker. And uh, I think that bodes positively for us as well. Hell yeah. I can't wait to see what we uh, what we can do. Steve, yeah. take us home. Give us your final thoughts. Yep. I think um, the, the game plan for us this year, uh, we kind of agreed on this. We're going to take it, take it light the, for the first, I would say maybe first 10 races, kind of see where the teams are at and then um, kind of go back to our normal like volume and, and wagers. But I uh, kind of want to see where the past... The first two years we've done this, we kind of struggled out of the gate. So we really want to take a closer look and just be an obs- more of an observer uh, as the season begins. Just kind of uh, dip, kind of dip our feet in, uh, not dive head first. So, yeah, I mean, we only made I think twenty six hundred uh, wagers last year. Oh, f- so maybe maybe we'll just cut back in the first couple weeks. Chump change, uh, chump change. Yeah, that's, that's I mean, hardly it- anything. <laughs> We're not volume guys at all. We we absolutely, um, you know, pick our spots. It's very deliberate. Cherry so, pickers. That's all bingo. we are. <laughs> bingo. But yeah, looking forward to getting back into it. Uh, trucks, Xfinity Cup. Uh, once Daytona comes, we'll be covering it all. Formula One starts end of February, so pretty soon we'll be knee deep in it. IndyCar too. IndyCar too. Of course. Yes, sir. Arch, take us home, brother. That's it. We're out. We're done. All right. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.